What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my guys. First off to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. We're here. Okay. You got four. You, you took a power nap, four minutes, you said? Dude, isn't it crazy how, like, you can be sleep deprived of, like, two to three, four hours, mm-hmm. but you fall asleep for, like, four to five minutes and somehow, like, He's back. negates yeah. all of it? Yeah. He's back. I love that. The Undertaker gif. <laughs> I remember it. To my left. Mr. Brendan Dunn, he got the toes out. Jasmine, shouts to Jasmine, by the <laughs> Our way. producer, yeah, mentioned yeah. that i uh going sockless today. She pointed out that you got the toes out, and special shout-out to Jasmine, uh, onward and upward. Yeah. So, shouts to her. Thanks for all the help. Absolutely. How we doing? I'm back in the studio, if you guys haven't noticed by now. We're back. <laughs> we're, we're, Had some we're, good banter we're, we're, already. You, are, you, are, you, are, you took your talents to South Beach? Like? Yeah, yeah, South Beach with Mr. Pogba. That used to be, like, uh, I feel like back in the back in the day like 2016 to be like jlp just like scooting out to south beach like what you taking like ig photos with like the fly knit trainers and the roly yep. like on the on the <laughs> i like on... how we went from what so to, that yep, no i know exactly i know seconds. exactly i know exactly what he's talking about it was talk in about fr- it then it was in front of a pool mm-hmm. we'll put the picture it wasn't it was like hollywood florida or fort lauderdale okay. mm-hmm. it was actually when i was doing the wale shoot okay and that night, I hung out with John Geiger. We mm-hmm. went out the night before. I, the only one of the only times I've ever went out before a shoot was with John Geiger. We went out out, and I had the Wally you were shoot. At Liv? Wasn't at Live. It was a, I forget what club it was. I remember we got late night pizza though, like four a.m. pizza. And you know me, I would never go out before a shoot. But Geiger, and then I remember, uh, I don't know if it was at his apartment, but. Geiger put me on to a classic show because before we went out, mm-hmm. we were at an apartment and Pawn Stars was on. Oh, oh classic. Yeah. So and he was that like, was the first ever... time you'd seen it? That was like the first and time you, I saw it. And then you ended we up had getting Chum Lee. You had Chum Lee. I've never seen it. But the, good, I... the good thing about, oh, no, no, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, but that fo- I know exactly what you have, photo I think you Jonathan had... Lees took that photo. I think you had like the, the, it must have been the, you were big on the multicolored fly knit yep. trainers. Yep. We all were. You know, yeah, I wonder. If, I hope that that's the same photo, but I know exactly yeah, what photo. That was... Even if I wasn't wearing those in that photo, they were definitely on the trip, and I know exactly I... what what he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about. I was like, the good thing about like going out with Geiger to a club is that you know when you, you're in like a packed area and all of a sudden you like lose your friend for two seconds and you're like, oh crap, like how am I gonna Big find guy. this person? You can see Geiger from across the room. Big guy. Also, it's his birthday week, so happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday, John. How are we doing? I'm, I feel good. I just got back uh, to New York as well. I was in LA over the weekend. Yeah, you were. Oh, wait a minute. How did that go? Yeah, it was a good time. How was the assignment? Yeah, it was good. Did you yeah. understand it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> it was good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Oh, man, we didn't even talk about that. Well, oh, we be... can't We can't even leak any sort of information. No, we're right? not going to no. leak any information. It's nothing that crazy. Okay, but let's talk about it after, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys in the loop. But I, I went I out there and shot that... some sneakers from a movie. Yeah. A big prop. Yeah, oh, I'm I was, happy. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna, no, uh, I was gonna like mumble the first uh, no. four bars of the theme song, but all right, <laughs> I don't even know what they would be. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it was a good time. I, I was actually with Jacques Slade on his birthday. Another very serendipitous. How many? Happy birthday to Jacques! Yeah, happy birthday, Jacques! Birthdays we have to. We got Geiger, Jacques. Oh, today's my dad's birthday. Is he in the industry? <laughs> no, his son is. Happy yeah. birthday, yeah. Mr. Wealthy. Yes. We hope Happy you have birthday, your Mike. freshest nine ninety nine nineties on. Nine nine threes, nine nine threes, or okay. or the New Balance six twenty threes. The white, the white navies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're uh, gonna recreate the Kith family <laughs> oh. for this oh, week wow. Might as well. for his birthday. Yeah, um, could be big. We could be doing it. Okay. 
Yeah, I uh, spent some time with Jacques. You know who else I connected with? Our dear friend Justin Bolas. And it's always stressful. Oh, so the God. people who don't know, Justin Bolas works on the First We Feast team here at Complex, which means that anytime you go anywhere, he is double-checking all the places you went to eat and, and giving you feedback on whether or not you ate at the right places. But You're, I was with him, so he couldn't give me good. any is complaints. It is, it being nice? is, is it fun or stressful he, eating food with Justin Bolas? He's being nice because he said giving feedback. It's he's judging. He's yeah. judging. It's it's always okay? negative feedback. He's judging. He he tell you know, I, I've said it on this podcast before. He has a bunch of shows on First We Feast and burger being show. in LA at yeah, the Burger Show, the uh, Taco Tacos, tacos Contoto. Yes, and you know, I'll sometimes he'll be on set or I'll see him in LA and I'll just be like, yeah, well, what'd you do last night? Oh, I went to you know had a good dinner one here, and I will say the place and he'll just. So scowl. Yeah, yeah, scowl. So it's, it's stressful. That's, that's But we had an though. incredible burrito. Okay. Chilliano burrito, and I was I was really happy about that. So Nice. Yeah. Feel a, lot, feel a lot lighter. Yeah, what happened? I heard you liquidated? Yeah, purged about 40 pairs this weekend. Wow. It felt great. That's yeah. a great feeling. What'd you do with them? Uh, just put them out, like, on the sidewalk. Donation. Uh, take me? Street donation. Yeah, street, take me? street donation. Just, yeah. like, I, there's, like, a... An electrical box or whatever, like on the corner of my street, and I would just like put them out there, like overnight, and they'd be gone or whatever. Yeah. But what is the ele- what's the significant of the electrical box? Just a place to like rest, like put it on top, so it's not just like sitting on the sidewalk. Yeah. Um, okay. But Did you follow all protocol. You, you like you know you can't just throw stuff on the. Yeah, sidewalk. you being the super. Exactly. That's yeah. the no, thing. no, that's, like, that's what I do. I would just else. I would just take like two or three pairs at a time. I wouldn't. I didn't want to put like twenty pairs of shoes out on the sidewalk. Block the electrical box. And just no, we just leave it there. Or like I didn't put. The most annoying part about it was is that so I would take the shoes, but I would not put the boxes out because for some reason in my head, I would think that people would take the shoes and discard the box. Yeah. And for whatever reason. You can't have a bunch of cardboard. I didn't want. Yeah. You want a bunch of cardboard boxes laying in the street. Yeah. Um, but it was good to like have that like to be like uh, detached from certain things because yeah. you, you're you always think about you're like, I have all these shoes. But I'm a sneaker collector. I'm not a hoarder. But yeah. then when you're like, I can't get rid of a sneaker from like 2014 that I wore five times that, you know what? I'm probably never going to wear these again. Yeah. You know, like, and it's good to just be able to be like, hey, you know what? You're never wearing this again. That's growth right there. Just just move on from it. Or you yeah. may even find stuff from like four years ago where you're like, oh, dude, I never wore these. And you know what? I'm probably not going to. Yeah. So like, I'd much rather someone else have it but yeah the good thing in the process was is through getting rid of all those shoes and feeling like you have like much more space in your apartment also found a lot of stuff that you forgot that sneakers yes that you have yeah, that's one uh just a, it was just a bunch of like new balance like 990s that i'm like oh i forgot i had those because i you always kind of like rifle through the same shoes yeah. and then when you have such like a cluttered shoe situation it's harder to like dig through all the boxes and find yeah. Everything but, you know, got rid of a lot of stuff and found some more stuff. So it was like a win-win Good. situation. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. Another thing I wanted to mention before we forget in terms of, we talked about some birthdays earlier and big personal milestones yep. for people in and around the industry. Our friend Ian Stonebrook got married this past weekend. I saw weekend. that. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Congrats to him. Yeah, Ian Stonebrook's been around writing about sneakers for a long time. He's currently a boardroom. Did any of us get the invite to the wedding? Did not get the invite. Same. I'm did get I'm devastated. Did did not get the invite. The closest I came to the invite was I replied to a wedding IG story with the clapping thing. And well, you're he, a bigger man than me. 
Wow. You, no, I'm kidding. No, you <laughs> didn't. Congratulations to you. Yeah. So wait, you, damn, didn't get the invite. No. Not even, not even the person at, at like the church who hands out the pamphlets. You could have. <laughs> could in the beginning. Not even like I the. I would have been happy to help. I would have, you know. Where was it? Probably Texas, right? Oh. I think he is based maybe in he Texas. thought. Maybe he knew you were in L.A. Yeah, maybe. No, I don't, I'm not gonna hold it against. Yeah, him. of course. Uh, shouts to Ian. Great, mm-hmm. great, young. Still young, I'm sure, because yeah, he he's, he's been writing about sneakers for a while. Great young talent. A sweet man. Yeah. A kind, a kind-hearted Great gentleman. Guy. Great vintage jersey collection, too. Yeah. Other sneaker things? How about Adidas suing Nike? Oh, this lawsuit, seems so guys. misguided to me. Another... I don't understand this one at all. I always get hyped about lawsuits, but this one, I'm, I'm like, why? Is this, is, this... What, is this the one lawsuit that you don't care about? Why? I mean, I care about it because Adidas suing Nike is a big deal, but they're, they're claiming Nike is infringing on all this stuff that Adidas made years ago. They're saying the sneakers app is infringing upon the Adidas confirmed app and this uh, Adidas you know customizable fit shoe from years ago is is It's like technology that's inspired, like no, that's you know, no that, longer being used or in all honesty a lot of those Adidas products that they were referencing yeah. within the and I know this doesn't really have the biggest precedent probably on like on uh, litigation or whatever but it was stuff that like failed at market that like Adidas Seemed pretty much like they abandoned mm. altogether, but now they're suing over it. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, usually when these lawsuits pop up, there's some instigating event that's very easy to point to, or or some or you know straw in a camel's back somewhere. But this, I, I don't understand it. Or, like, or I think the one that actually made sense, and this was the more recent like analogy to this, is when there was that whole lawsuit where Adidas had sued Nike over like the Prime Knit. Yeah, there was a legal battle over versus line tech. Yeah, but that made sense. Yeah, that was stuff was new at the time. But it was also like they're very clearly kind of making the same tech, and it's like, how did this happen? You yeah, know? I mean, the Nike sneakers app, like, really? I don't get it. I don't get it. He says that now, but he'll be digging in just like this <laughs> through the documents, just like this. Okay. Oh, uh, what else is happening? With the highlighter out. Tom Sachs, Nikes dropped. Anybody get them? Didn't get them. Are you into them now? Not, not. I, I'm not. They're just not my style, but I do think that they're gonna because they're. Wait, going were you to, accusing him of flip flopping? He them? always does. He always does. He always keeps saying even. Yeah, What's a saying, shoe? What's a shoe that I flip flop? <laughs> yeah, you would think that you first. First, you didn't really like it, but it grew on you. Oh man, let me think. Let me think. I'd have to think. There's a lot though. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Um, do you have one, do you Brendan? Have, do you have one? Uh, I'm not sure off the top, but do you? I mean, those Tom Sachs ones are growing on me, but I, I don't. There's. Well, I mean, you are no, the Tom Sachs guy, so I do like that. They're gonna, they're gonna constantly yeah, restock. Yeah, perennial cool. release. Yeah, it's I, almost I like the them. Supreme Air Force ones. I think so. Similar type of thing. Make That's them nice. Available. Yeah, sure. I, I was trying to get a pair for a friend, but what about I'm, the Martine Rose Nike Shocks? <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I would never wear that shoe, but it's funny because it's in the same vein as the last Martine Rose of taking. What the? You know, they did the Monarchs last. The most like, uncool Warped, shoe. You know, yeah, just a weird shoe, weird uncool shoe. Yeah, like but that those shoe. What? What is it? The R four? The Shocks? Yeah. Well, isn't God the, bless you then. Wait, isn't it the Shocks on R four? Yeah. I know you hate shocks. You gonna yes. do the Martine Rose version of shocks? I don't think so, just because I have big feet and they, <laughs> like, they look like they look I like, like the shocks uh, R four. They, they look like cowboy boots. Yeah, you should pull those out, Joe. I I've worn the shocks R four. Wait, you, you could you should pull out the Martine Rose ones. The Martine Rose, the black and red ones. I don't know about those, just because that extra six inches on the front there. Uh yeah. Um, <laughs> I've, I've on the worn, footwear, I mean, I've worn shocks R fours as like recent as like. Three years ago, I think. Yeah, all black in these. 
I have. They were released. Oh, okay. I didn't. Are you guys shooting this week? Nope. No. Ugh. Busy week for busy couple shoots. Uh, There's also the, week. how do you, how, I, sorry if I mispronounced it, the Jacquemus. Yep, Jacquemus Nike collaboration. Doesn't do much for me. Terra Humara. Yeah, those look bad. Okay. That was in the Slack today. I think I might have missed it. Not a JLP it. shoe either? No, I don't think so. I, I Not the brown ones? I'm still waiting on the CDG Sunders. We keep getting tagged in that. That was a, People tag me on that stuff all the time. By the way, that's okay with me, but please please stop tagging me in the meme about on God and busted and thing. Like, I know I look, you know. The, I got that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Wait, which one is it? It's, it's the meme where they have kind of the TikTok haircut that looks quite like mine, where it's yeah. someone with a, a, a kind of a curly little oh, situation yeah. on top, Lucille Ball hairdo, and then the, maybe a fade on the sides. Mm -hmm. And it's you know on God these things are busted. And, and oh, I didn't, I didn't. Well, your mentions don't look like mine then. But but oh. ne never, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> never stop tagging one. me in, in the one of uh, the guy who looks like wealthy and or producer Dave Matthews. Oh, God. on the Heelys. That I will always take. <laughs> it's it that one's just funny though because me and Dave don't look alike. No. Right, but, but that but, guy looks but, like the exact average of you two. That's <laughs> true. It's like, how that's does true. this work with the, 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 the other of us look alike, but somehow this guy supposedly looks like either one of us? Yep. Straight down the middle. <sighs> Should we give some shoes away? Yeah, 13 minutes in. That one, like that. Okay. We got some sneakers to give away, courtesy of the good people at eBay, as we do every week through their eBay Authenticity Guarantee Program. Here's how it works. If you go to eBay dot complex.com you can submit a question for us if we pick your question if we answer your question here on the air we are going to send you a free pair of sneakers with the ebay authenticity tag attached so you know it's real what are we giving away this week wealthy yep something behind your desk there yep. something you want to pull out for the people what a surprise another new balance shoe for one person specifically he's on brand what are we giving away the Never gets old. These are nice. Jown 992s. Jown 992s. And they're going to. And I like this one more than the green. Okay. Just saying. I'm with you on that. They are going to Alex Arias. Excuse my. If I mispronounce. Alex Arias of Clemson, South Carolina asks. How do you feel about companies who create general release shoes that look eerily similar to collaboration pairs? Then he puts in parentheses, mm -hmm. easy slide, very topical. Bacon Air Max. Mm -hmm. That I think that one's a false. Yeah, I don't know about the Bacon Air Max. They just didn't, they did retro the shoe and just didn't have the, they just didn't label it as a Off-whites, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, I wasn't sure what they meant by that. But um, he does have a point because this has happened a lot throughout sneaker history. But, I mean, and it's, it's newly relevant. Because Kanye West just this yes. week yes. put out this Instagram post blasting Adidas and CEO Casper Rorset along with a guy called DC, who I believe is named Daniel Cherry the third, saying, Adidas, you have to stop ripping off my stuff. He posted an image of the new Adelet 22 slide saying basically this looks quite like the Adidas Yeezy Those slide. Those have been going around uh, quite a bit lately too. Not just because Yeezy related, but people. Yeah. Were just, I think people were just excited on that design in yeah, general. Yeah, topographical thing. I mean... I think Kanye West has every right to complain here. It's kind of weird that he's bringing this up now because it feels like this is something that Adidas has been doing for years and has done much more fragrantly well, I, in the I past. I would say since the inception of Yeezy. Yeah, some of but those even... shoes, the tubular invader, the tubular shadow knit. If you go and look at these shoes, they look like 
the what is it we have we have yeezys at home you know the meme well, like that well the real thing was is you know 2015 2016 mm. whatever that was like the classic sort of like kais omar like youtube clickbait of like we found yeezys at the outlet oh and it's like or, the or yeezy Ye looking shoe or it was like yeezy sitting at champs and it would be like oh look at it I, obviously it was a joke but it yeah. would be like one of those like yeah tubular shoes you, you say kais omar i say january 5th 2016 soul collector headline nike trolls kanye west with yeezy lookalike oh the, the inter trainer the deck no chill no, no. bye hold oh, on yeah. nike's not doing retro air yeezys anytime soon but it's damn sure going to water down Kanye West's aesthetic and keep selling it to sneakerheads. By Brendan Dunn, Nike I'm on Air, record Nike, for, yep, for Nike years Air now. Enter trainer. That oh, that one was flagrant. That was but, wild. But it, it's I'm not I'm not saying that Kanye doesn't have the right to be mad about it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this also occurred while he was at Nike the whole time, where there was a bunch of like Yeezy, yeah, lookalike shoes and colorways because the rose yeah. ones i got two pair of those yeah there was yeah. always that it, but also since like i would say the dawn of sneaker time yeah. there's always been like takedown versions of like nike basketball shoes or like the 574 is a takedown of the 576 mm -hmm. you know where it's like they'll take this shoe and then like make like mm -hmm. uh the coles version of it yeah. you know that this or the gr correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of times they use collabs or high energy product to sell through a kind of like a silo it's a little different than what he's talking about ripping off um yeah the slides and then they'll come with like the gr version because or like or just you, like the new, new balance new balance money. 550 yeah or you, you know? said or you said like uh last week we were talking about like the ace 83 you mm, know yeah. but i mean adidas has been doing it for a while like you talked about that i don't want to like name any specific shoes but like there was definitely like Adidas designers who told me like, oh yeah, we created the shoe and they like made me like make the shoe on the last of the 350. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But it, but it was like, okay, that's like real. Yeah, but at Very the time, I, yeah, that's. But that's... I think at the time too, there was kind of like, and I, I think Adidas was pretty like open about it. Like this is like 2016 or whatever, mm -hmm. where they were like, the whole point is to have a brand synergy, right? So if Yeezy was or Yeezy. It's hard to just pinpoint Yeezy, I feel like, at that time, because NMD and, like, Ultra Boost were all within the same vein, and it's yeah, not like similar the... similar language design And it's wise. not like the Yeezy informed all those shoes. It was sure. like they just all kind of happened to coincide at the same time. Mm -hmm. And also the NMD was designed by the same person who designed the 350, Yeah, Nick Galloway. Also, uh, the interesting thing about the 350 is Kanye has been transparent about that being a version of the Roshi line, yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Mm -hmm. But but you saw at the time where it was like that language kind of spread all throughout the brand, where it was even like the first James Harden shoe kind of looked like Yeezy-esque. Hmm. Hmm. The, the other thing I would say like that probably is getting annoying to him besides this Adidas slide that looks similar to the Yeezy slide, these isn't like Walmart selling these these are oh, the, yeah, no that, the, the fake the fake the fake Yeezy slides are all everywhere. over like I think the, like, the Alibaba like Yeezy slides they're or whatever. all over and they're like in droves yeah. like you just go you'll just see a kiosk with tons of different colors it's yeah. almost like you can't even tell because it's such like a simple totally. product like from afar can you really tell if it's a Yeezy slide or not you know yeah I, I will say I do think Kanye is totally justified mm -hmm. in being upset at this. And I agree that it's been happening in the sneaker industry for a long time, but that doesn't mean it can't change. And I think Kanye West has done a lot to change the industry. I'm not saying, like, you have the right to, like, steal ideas, but if you're working for a brand and there's, like, a certain design feel associated with certain product in the brand, like, 
why are they not allowed to kind of like work off of that? I don't know. It just it just doesn't feel right to take the idea without getting consent from the person who's, who's most responsible for the so idea. So much. Yeah. Also, to me, it, it's funny this is coming up because to me that Adidas Adelet slide, the topographical map looking one, mm-hmm. there's a shoe that I thought looked more like it which is from this brand zellerfeld who makes 3d printed shoes oh it's supposed yeah to look kind of 3d printed and there's this kid super version of a zellerfeld shoe that has that same topographical look to me i was thinking months ago that these looked like those well but the I guess, one the one that i think people oh, were see. pointing to on like twitter or instagram or whatever that i had seen was i guess adidas had actually made like a Something or something where you're wearing like a foam runner. Oh yeah, yeah. There's also an upcoming foam runner looking shoe where that is again. But it has more blatant rip. It's a foam runner, but it has like a sock in it to some degree. Oh, there's like an inner booty on the shoe. Yeah. Okay. But it it's like it's a little higher than that. It's not like a straight up slip on. I guess. Like a good question would be like, what's the difference between a. Yeezy 350 in like a like you said like a tubular invader right or whatever the name of the shoe was that look alike and Air Jordan 4 and a Jordan Flight 89 that yeah I mean the difference is Michael Jordan owns Jordan brand no but I meant at the time though I I I don't I don't know if I understand the how was the the Flight 89 to Jordan 4 it's the same shoe but one of them is the Nike like takedown version and one of them's the Air Jordan premium version. Yeah. I and guess. I'm assuming that a lot of people probably bought that Flight 89 at the time because like they couldn't get the Air Jordan. That's to me that's the question. Was it as popping crazy and then they did it? That's the, there's some sort of context that, like if the shoe the one that comes before is going crazy and then they do it versus if the one that it was kind of based off wasn't a hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So, I guess that answers the question. Listen, we got we got some minutes of discussion off that question. That's why he's getting the Jown New Balances. Alex, nice shoes. All right, let's bring on our guest for the week. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Our guest on today's podcast has been responsible for the many bespoke haircuts you've seen Kanye West don throughout the years. Growing up in Chicago, he quickly became the go-to when local style movers needed to stand out from the pack. Being part of the West Collective for decades allowed him to keep progressing as a creative who became obsessed with all things product, sneakers, clothing, jewelry, and even skateboards. Although he's still a mainstay on cover shoots for your favorite artists like Kanye and Kid Cudi, it's been how he's came into his own through design on brands like his own line, Cordova, collaborating on sneaker design with Diamond, and more recently with Converse on the One Star. So much history to get into today. We wanted to welcome to the Complex Sneakers podcast, Ivan Jasper. Thanks so much for doing this. feel like it's been a long time coming. Yes. But perfect timing now, especially with the, the Converse we'll get to. Ivan, before we get into this, we want to talk about the shoes we have on feet. So can okay. you tell us what you're wearing? I am wearing my friends and family colorway of my One Star. But this is a sample. I didn't even get a production pair because they ran out. Damn. <laughs> Which I guess is a the good rarest problem. Of the I guess rare. is a good problem. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Welty, what do you have on feet? Have on, shout out our good friend, June Sanders. Downtown locker room, New Balance 997, Greek Gods. Nice. Okay. CDG 180s for me. 
keep going back to these whenever there's like a big shoot you know i think i wore these for the pj tucker sneaker shopping uh -huh. we have a great guest today i go back to the cdg 180s they're a little dirty but got I'm some miles on them yeah i'm comfortable you know, yeah. that's like a, a little you know yeezy 180 yeah blinkers. exactly right. Right. full circle moment yeezy yeah i'm, right I'm doing the yeezy foam runners i mean i love this shoe yeah. i i'm no socks do you do you wear these with socks or no socks i don't have a pair of those so. okay I, I like to go no But sides. I do like seeing them. Now, I would, it would be a great beach shoe. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you hit the and, beach um, in these. Oh. And Matt George had on a pair one day mm -hmm. with like some Arcteryx, like ski pants. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, man, that looks yeah. fresh. Okay. I, li I like to do no socks. They're chewing up my feet a little bit, so I am band-aided up right now, but... Okay. I feel like your feet sweat a little bit in those, you know? Don't 80 worry about degrees it. in New York City, you're just <laughs> pounding the pavement the in those? people don't want to hear too much about my <laughs> yeah, gonna, sweaty feet on this podcast. going to be a so. long walk home? <laughs> we'll cut it there. The subway fumes, yeah. oh like, like oh. creeping into <laughs> the right. holes. Uh, but yeah, early sneaker history we want to talk about a little bit. Was it like back in the day, like the Cortez was the one that you like got hooked on? What, what was it? You were always into sneakers, I, I, I know. Yeah, I think the... I think it was a, a court classic. Okay. A Nike, like the tennis classic or whatever yeah. that mm -hmm. is. It was either that or a Cortez. It was white leather with a red stripe. And it had the like, the off-white like security tag on yeah. it yeah. On, the sh on, the, on the shelf. That was it. And then I, the first pair that I really, sneakers that I really remember was um, my father got out of jail on parole when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. And came and picked me up and took me and bought some bread Sky Jordans. Not even the Air Jordan. Because kids yeah. yep, were Sky Jordans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so I had the first ones. And he took me and got some Perrier. Okay. And we went downtown <laughs> Chicago. Where, where'd you go in Chicago? Like, what, I, uh, I need to know what happened the rest right, of the so, day. Yeah. So, okay, so. <laughs> got a some, beautiful memory. This is, like, this is like some, like, when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, man, my father really, like, prepared me for what I'm doing now, right? Yeah. So he got me some Sky Jordan breads, took me to drink some Perrier, French water. Mm -hmm. You guys know how we do in Paris, yep. right? <laughs> yep, yep. And then he took me to uh, Staten Lake. And Staten Lake, downtown Chicago, was when I was skating when I was a kid, that was like Love Park. Okay. Right? So before I even started skating, that's where I had mm -hmm. Jordans and, and French water. Got it. Yeah. So I thought you were, were going to say he went. To, I thought you were going to say he went to go take you to go get a haircut, and that would have been like the full circle. Like, <laughs> Did he? Nah. Yeah. I actually feel embarrassed because I feel like I need a haircut so bad right now. And we have Ivan who's uh, no, nah, but you camouflage or something, so it's all good. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> the other thing, talk about like Chicago back then. You know, we'll get to the crew, but like the epicenter coming up. Back then, you you know, you talk about basically your dad was like forward on product and sneakers and things like that. Talk about that time and like in the city, what it was like. Okay, so at that time, um, Dom brought out something that's very important to that era, mm -hmm. which is the Buck Fifty hat. Mm. Right, so it's like the ball cap with the snakeskin brim, yeah. a clock, a watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, take the bands off a watch and put the watch on your hat with mm -hmm. wings. Yeah. And then you got, like, the leather, the uh, snakeskin strap in the back. So it was just like, you know, Chicago, Midwest, it's like pimps, players, and hustlers. So you yeah. got, like, Don Magic Wand, like, the documentary Pimps Up, Hoes Down. Like, 
that's what it's really about. So we got I've actually never seen it. I remember being a kid and seeing that at the movie store all the time and being like, like, I wonder if I'll ever be able to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what that's really where our fashion thing comes mm -hmm. from. Because the pimps and everything is getting the suits made and getting their cars done up and getting the jewelry and everything, right? So that's really why we took to Paris like that. Because it's like we got Barbara Bates, MD fashion, we got all these like tailor shops and suit makers and stuff like that that you know steve harvey suits like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff that's the culture we come from but we did it the hip-hop way we did it the like eric b and rakim dapper dan way yeah you know what i'm saying and you talk about the buck 50 hats and everything that like a lot of things that you guys were making and like the don c no one really everyone saw it and was like oh this is such an expensive hat but then when you hear the story behind it where it was like 80 chicago street guys and you kind of started coming up with what cutting hair with street guys as well right absolutely and that's where you guys were like getting fashion tips yeah, from it's, like it's all about getting money mm. mm -hmm. like that's what i don't <laughs> get about all of this like Make it cheaper. It's mm. like, no, you supposed to be, you supposed to look at it like, okay, one day I'm going to have a Benz. Mm. One day I'm going to have a Rolex. It's aspirational. One right? day Aspir I'm yeah. going to, you know, like I'm do, I'm taking this step and this step and this step so I can get what I want. I was just talking to, to John, to John Monopoly the mm. other day. And I was, uh, he was like, yeah, we doing this and that. And I was like, bro, we doing the same thing at this super high level. We doing the same thing we was doing in high school. Mm. We yeah. in our generation, like the the kids born in the seventies and eighties, we invented the lifetime childhood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if in somebody in like 1985, if somebody was 30, they look like they were 50. Yeah, <laughs> right? you know what I'm saying? And I'm about to be 50, and really? I don't. Yeah, I'm 47. Wow. And I don't look, look nowhere like no, that. No, you don't. don't. Nothing like you that. don't. You know, you mentioned skateboarding being a big part of your life growing up and everything. And you, you know, you mentioned Jordans and people skating in them. But what were your thoughts like early on when you would see shoes like a, you know, like a Costin one or like the Stevie Williams shoe where it was very clear that like skateboarding and sneakers were like becoming like one thing. Did that kind of like inspire you to some extent? Absolutely. Like Stevie is like, he's like one of my biggest heroes. Mm. And I just always looked at like, I looked at Michael Jordan and Tony Hawk as, like, the same. Mm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, Even being from Chicago? Well, I'm 10 years old. I'm 11 years old. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, he's flying through the air, and he's flying ha, through the air. Like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And actually, Tony Hawk is flying higher mm. than Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Tony's doing is way more dangerous than what Mike's mm. doing. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? And I, that's how I look at it, like... What's more dangerous is is who's better, who who has the better skill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like Jordan can never do what Tony Hawk does. Yeah. But Tony can hoop. You think? I mean, anybody, pretty much anybody can shoot a basketball. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna have you say you're gonna have a story of playing basketball with Tony Hawk, and that was gonna be amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> you had to think about it. And I'm not I'm not I'm not down playing basketball or yeah. anything like that, but you know, like what we do, like extreme athletes, like what we do, you can die. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're very literally just putting your life on the line. Yeah. yeah. Every time. You Have you met Tony? Me? Yeah, I know Tony. How did that happen? Um, 
When the when the video game first came out or before that? No, nah, no. Nah, like probably maybe seven, eight years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. It's funny, I just seen him at the Dior show. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to him. He was like, Oh man, my son was saying somebody was over there, I couldn't hear him and it was you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good seeing him like all Dior down. I was like, What up, Street Hawk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember kind of going back to those early sneaker memories but when y'all were in the industry you know the first times you got to go out to nike campus and, and meeting oh, mark yeah. smith meeting tinker hatfield like what were those trips like i don't need, i don't think i actually met them but they were like it was kind of like the kitchen was probably about like this big mm-hmm. and it was like tinker was like over there mark was like right there yeah. and they're just showing us stuff and they're like they're showing us like all their like quick prototyping stuff like oh we can make a sample in a day yeah then they took us to the laser booth and was letting us laser stuff. What were you lasering? I lasered my laptop. Yeah. The Jordan 20, that Jordan with the like ankle strap. Yeah, with all that. the icons on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I lasered my la- whole laptop with that uh, graphic that was on that strap. Mm-hmm. Were you tempted to do like any of like your haircut designs lasered? Well, they had programmed okay. a lot of this stuff in the laser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just put put it in. The you don't just booth. get to hold a laser and like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but they probably could do that now. You know, it's probably handheld now because yeah. that was like you know before the Air Yeezy One. Yeah. And during that trip, did that air trainer come out of it? Yes. How did that happen? And and like, what's the 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 story about those shoes? It's like I feel like all of us have seen those on like different tumblers throughout our career. Yeah. So. We we're in the booth, and they're taking us. You know, they're showing us everything, mm-hmm. and it's just like, holy yeah. shit! You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and then like a couple guys come over, and they're like, "You skate, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Come over here." So he took me over to um to like the SB area, mm-hmm. and then they like they gave me like this like pair of tan and black dunks. That wasn't really, you know, some sample that never came out, but it was like kind of regular. Because they were just like, what you think about these? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you think about these? What you think about these? Right. And then they pulled out those trainers and it was I, you know, Nike SB Air Train and too. it was like, bing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so they were like, you like these? And I was like, yeah. And so they let me keep the dunks and they let me keep the trainers. So when we left, I took that picture yeah. and I'm like holding them up. And then I posted that. And then I just see, like, a couple months later, they're like, yeah, Ferrari Murakami. And I'm like, what? Did they call that shoe the Ferrari Murakami without you knowing it? Yeah. Yeah. Nike SB did internally. Yeah. Based on your blog? Yeah. But, you know, they can't put that out yeah. right, with that name. So Were you <laughs> hyped or were you like, what? Oh, yeah, I was super okay, hyped. Because okay. then it was about having the rarest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, now it's like everybody wants everyone to know what it is mm-hmm. i'm i come from the school of you ain't up on that mm-hmm. right you let me put you on yeah, to something yeah, yeah. that you don't know about. you've never heard of this before. and that's like with the barber thing it's like yeah. you coming to me for style like i got all the fashion magazines i got all the party pluggers i know all the new restaurants is coming it's like i'm putting you on to the city i'm like a concierge to the city mm-hmm. yeah that was actually one of the best compliments I feel like I've ever got in my life was I was doing, uh, there were, uh, Don C was doing a Converse party in New York and they were at the Mercer Hotel and we were like sitting in a private room talking to him and he's like, yeah, I've seen you before. He's like, every time 
I, I go to get my hair cut from Ivan Jasper. He puts on full size run and we watch it together. Because mm. full size run is like barbershop conversation. Yeah. I thought you were going to yeah. say that Don C complimented your haircut. Yeah, no, 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 with him essentially was it jo a John Monopoly thing or John what? Monopoly? We're okay. all John Monopoly is responsible for everything. Got it. Everything, everything pertaining to like hip hop in Chicago is John Monopoly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he was he was the first hip hop promoter when he was in high school. Because again, in the in the 80s and early 90s, Chicago was house music and R. Kelly. Okay. Right. Like you was. You was getting dissed for liking hip hop. Really? Cause you was a back like you was broke. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The only the only rappers that they liked was NWA, Ghetto Boys. You had to be, you know, cause we got we a gang city. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, I like NWA, I like Ghetto Boys. They rap about being a gangster and being a hustler. Then when J Biggie came out, Jay Z came out. That was when. The hustlers from Chicago was like, oh, okay, I kind of like this rap stuff mm. because it's like being, it's like getting girls and getting money. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't getting girls and then getting money, you ain't doing nothing. So even when I was skating, when I moved back, like my mom got married when I was like eight, and then got divorced. So when she got married, we moved out to the suburbs. My, my stepdad worked for IBM, mm -hmm. so we was living good. Mm -hmm. I started skiing, had snowmobiles, ATVs, skateboarding, all that type of stuff. Right? You had the personal computer? Yep. Had a, my Uncle Russell had an Apple, had a computer room, nice. had equestrian class, all that type of stuff. You ride horses? I, I could. I used to be a caddy. And, wow. Damn. You know, I had a, a good little childhood for a few years. Then we moved back to the hood, and then that's when I was still skating, but I was like skating in the hood. And I was like, why are you doing that white boy stuff? What you doing, right? Then I ollie, and then it'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what did he do? Right? <laughs> so, um, so like, I, that was one of the things I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's really about having like exceptional ability. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can do something that people never thought of mm -hmm. or something like that, then no matter what was going on, you could like change the perspective of something. Do you remember like the first haircut you gave Kanye? What he asked for? If it was like a simple thing or? It was, it was just probably like a regular, like either a Caesar or like a fro taper. Cause I think the fros and tapers and stuff was going on back then. But he told me once he was like, uh, cause so Monop was his first uh, manager, mm -hmm. right? Um, Ye had did so we we're all hearing about this this child prodigy mm. named Kanye. He's in high school. He's sixteen. Mm. He just did eight beats on Gravity's album. Okay. Um, he got like fifteen thousand dollars. He's got a gold chain with the anchor mm. in high school, mm -hmm. right? He's wearing polo in high school, mm -hmm. right? So we're all hearing about this. He lives out in Tinley Park in the suburbs, right? So um. So Monop's like, yeah, I'm managing them. And I was like, oh, dope. 
And so I'm like cutting them. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cutting my knob, cutting yeah. Don. No, I think Don's got long hair mm. at this time. So I cut Don's hair off the first okay. time. <laughs> right. So he's tell once one time he comes back, he tells me he's like, yo, so Kanye was asking me, he's like, man, who's giving you these perfect haircuts? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's my boy Ivan. Yeah. And um, I had just bought, I think I had just bought like some production equipment and stuff. So I was like, yo, Manop, you gotta teach me how to make beats. Uh -huh. Right, bought okay. an ASR ten, and that's what Ye uses, RZA uses, right? Yeah. Um. So Manop had one, and he was like, "Yo, I'm teaching people how to do it, right?" So I was like, "Go over there," and uh, he's telling me like, "Yeah, Kanye was like, man, if you cut his hair, he'll teach you how to make beats." I was like, Damn. "That was the payment. Let's go, Here we go, <laughs> yeah. let's go." So I would just so I started going out there and. And if you ever seen Ye make beats, yeah. like actually make the beat, mm. it's like the most amazing thing because he he doesn't look at the keyboard. He he knows how to count all of the commands. So he's just looking around Damn. and hands is moving fast. And you're like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Do you remember the first beat you watched him make? Um, no. I remember the first beat I made. First beat I made, I played like this bass sound real high. And then the Jizza album came out, and I was like, "They're playing. RZA's playing the beat, the note, the same way." Yeah, I yeah. Am. <laughs> I was like, "It's a sign. I was meant to do this." In in tune. <laughs> we yeah. had uh, uh, Christopher Bevins on like a few weeks ago, and he was talking about like early on, you know, like the Kanye 180s, and it's like mm -hmm. the same eras, like, you know, like the the S dot shoes and all of that. Do you remember when like those shoes started to kind of? happened like way before air yeezy were you kind of like excited like we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna get our foot in the like the footwear yeah, industry the, the s doc carter yeah like that was like the shit because it was a gucci yeah and it was like yo jay has the best taste mm -hmm. like he gets a reebok deal and he recreates the gucci tennis mm -hmm. and it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a skate yeah. shoe looking model too at yeah. the same time you yeah. know it was like, you know that Pete Sampras yeah. shoe? Yeah, it was the like Oscillate. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. But that was the, that was it. Then then Hove gave Ye the opportunity to do his own version. He did the little bear, the <laughs> dropout yeah. bear. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's when we had like uh, Mascot. Yeah, yeah. Mascot, mascot trainer. line. So, yeah, I mean, we looked at Hove. Like yeah. iceberg and you know what I'm saying? It was just like all oh, that type of stuff. Four dot four dot six. Is that that mascot shoe? Because I think you mentioned one time on Instagram how there was a David Beckham Adidas sneaker that you felt was derivative of what Kanye had designed for Reebok. Where it, was... it wasn't derivative. They took the upper and they gave it to David Beckham. It was the same exact shoe, shoe. Yeah. as as what had originated in it's... the Kanye mascot trainer. All right, so. You remember when Ye was like Louis Vuitton Don yeah. when he was just producing? Yeah. Right? So it was a brown Louis sneaker that had like, it was like the Puma sole, mm -hmm. brown suede Louis sneaker with the tan on the side. He took that and the Air Max 90, put it together, and did it for a Reebok. So that was going to be his first shoe. And I know this because I had the Illustrator file and he and Kanye gave us the assignment. Each one of you got to do 50 colorways. 50? Yeah. Wow. Who was who who do, who do you assign? Cuz that's how we you know we open source. Yeah. yeah. Best idea wins. Okay. Like who do you assign? You, who else? Me, Don, um I think Virgil was okay. around. I think he had just came over. 
Okay. Oh, another person. So Jay Boogie, Jay Boogie, is the source of it all. Cause, mm -hmm. Cause like Jay Boogie was doing like Biggie's Leather Goose mm -hmm. for the the Brat video. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay mm -hmm. Boogie was making the clothes for that. Um, my cousin was my cousin Alpha is named Alpha. Alpha did uh, Resurrection video, Commons Leather Goose. My cousin okay. did oh, that. Nice. Um, so, and he worked for Jay Boogie. Then Virgil was Jay Boogie's intern. Hmm. And he was like, yo, I just used to like leave my work on the table because I knew John was gonna yeah. come into mm -hmm. the office. And so that's how John found Virgil being an intern for Jay Boogie and then brought him in as a graphic designer wow. for, for Ye. So wait, he was tasking you guys wait, 50. But how, how, how crazy was that? Because I just feels like if you were to tell me like come with fifty colorways, I'd be like, man, like you're sitting there forever, like trying. Nah, man, it was like, ooh, like Birdman hand rub, yeah, like, yeah. like let's go. It's like the thought you always had, like because we've always been thinking, yeah. you know, yeah. we we grew up on Jordan, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like, oh, this is this is our time to like live the Jordan experience. Yeah, yeah. Because there's you know there's always that story of like Kanye talking about like when he was growing up, he used to like draw Air Jordans in. Yes. In, yep. in his notebook in school, did you kind of have that same sort of thing going on when you were growing up? Yes and no. So another another person, um, very important, Reggie No Jolly. Of course. Reg Not, right? So all of the party pluggers, you've seen how all that cartoon characters with the Louis Vuitton yeah. and yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, Dare. So the Dim Dare parties in high school, he would draw the pluggers, and it's like he was drawing, you know, the people with polo and it's like it looks exactly like how does how it looks on the on the rack mm. yeah mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like and it's and it's all with a sharpie and everything and so it was just it was more like kanye was like sketching sneakers and i was like doing graffiti so it was like you had to you have to have a tag you had to have your your letters right and you if you could do characters you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and reg could do it all and could break dance super good so, but then I guess I imagine when you guys kind of sat down, like creatively, like you like really like interlocked or whatever, given mm -hmm. that you both kind of had those minds yeah, like that. Yeah. But you know, yeah, was the star. Like, yeah. We knew that from like day one, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, cause we didn't know anybody in Chicago with like a record deal. Like the only person that had a record deal was Shaka Khan and R. Kelly, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and Twister yeah. mm -hmm. and Tongue Twister, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So. It was just like we got to get somebody from the south side like to get a record deal like i i have found bump j okay then i was working with with um with yay and then you had cap one and cap one is you know he's with two chains mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um so we just had like you know it was just this little network of people and then you know it was all everybody's coming want to perform at monops parties and you know, we was just trying to, like, have somebody, but we just knew, like, oh, no, Ye is going to make it. Like, he's going to be yeah, the one. Yeah, there was no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take it back to Reebok for a sec, just because I want to get the history of this okay. correct, because nobody's ever really talked about this. What what happened that the Reebok shoe never came out? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah. It's funny. We saw it when we saw, me and Virgil saw that shoe at an Adidas party in Soho. The David Beckham one. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we were with Wex, and I went and got the shoe off. Them. I'm like, Wex? Yeah. <laughs> there was a combo? I'm like, I designed 50 colorways in this. <laughs> and he's like, what? Was like, I'm like, no, nah, I know there was like, because there was like a debate when that had come out, right? And I remember talking to people in the industry at the time, and they had claimed that it was James Bond from Undefeated who designed the David Beckham stuff. So they're like, oh, there's no way that Kanye could have designed it. No, it but was, I know. It, it was James you, Bond. The, 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 Adidas the cads recently Reebok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Adidas, I'm just saying that that's what Adidas had happened. Adidas acquired Reebok. <laughs> no, but this person probably had the idea to take this upper and put it on a ZX song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's a design decision. Back in those days, when did you have the idea, like, I want to do my own shoes? Because, you know, you've you've done sneakers since then. When were you at the level where you felt like you could have that conversation of, I should be designing shoes? Probably when Ye texted me in the morning and was like, hey, um, did you see the prices for the Louis Vuitton shoes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah. And he's like, oh, look. And I was like, oh, shit, you named this after me? Mm, wow. And then that was the first the Jasper, yeah. Yeah. time that when it, when it could pertain to me. Because it was always, like, helping him. Like, whatever right. we could do to help him to get it. And it was like, and then the way he did that, like, Nike played him. And then he went and did Louis and had a collection and royalties. And that then, Louis moment was amazing. And then especially, like, how it is now. Because yeah. even at Air Force One, that's not a Nike. Mm-hmm. That's a Louis Vuitton sneaker. That's Louis Vuitton telling Nike, mm. no, you ain't on the level. Send us everything because you can't make a product with an LV on it. Yeah. In terms the of the re- actual the, production. The most recent it. one. Yeah. The recent yeah, one yeah, yeah, is Virgil's. Yeah. 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 And the first time that that happened was when Ye went from Nike to Louis. Like, oh, I can't get a royalty? Mm. I'll watch this. And then go and get a royalty with the Louis. Louis Vuitton collection. Because yeah. yeah. that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. with Marc Jacobs at the, exactly. at the time. Which was crazier to you? Like the... First Nike Air Yeezy or seeing the Kanye Louis Vuitton stuff? The craziest was the Louis. That was nuts. Like, we went to, I remember we went to this um, Hong Kong Louis Vuitton party because they, like, invited us out. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, like, yeah, it's coming out next season. So, you know, then we just got to see, like, how Louis does it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we saw how Nike did it, but then it was like, now we get to see how, like, the the top of the game does it. And so we're all out there. And I remember Don at the party talking to like the vice president. And he's like, man, like $1,200 retail? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, word? Like, cause this is like $300 is like a lot. Yeah. Some Especially, sneakers, right? You know, 13 years ago. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? And I just remember, I think his name was Pietro. He was like, Don C, do not worry. This is Louis Vuitton. It will be sold out in two weeks. <laughs> And he was right. Yeah. <laughs> Pietro knew. Because he, he, he was like, no, it's a Louis Vuitton customer. He was saying stuff like, you can't come in Louis with $200 and leave with anything. Yeah. 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 Like, we said, like, we, like. There's a bar. Yeah. It goes back to the aspirational thing you're exactly. talking about. Where, like, you have to get to this level. We're exactly. not going to come down to It's your just level. funny, though, because it's such, like, a different era, you know, where it's, like, if a Kanye Louis Vuitton shoe drops now the way that like sneaker releases are all built out on the internet that shoe's like gone before it like mm-hmm. even releases you know but like because we had conceded on full size run and he was talking about he went to like the ball harbor like louis vuitton store like you know a few weeks after and he like somehow convinced the manager to sell him one of the shoes like a few weeks after it had dropped but i can't even like can't even fathom that happening nowadays 
Yeah. Different time. Like you know, you know what you have to do to be able to get one of them you, Air Forces. You have to. Well, they say, had said that originally it was like you had to spend like close to like over a million dollars in the store. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's the type of customer base they have. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like people need like it's levels to everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When like, the Louis shoe came out with your name on it. Obviously, you had a pair, but were you trying to get a bunch of pairs, you know, to, to stash Man, away or something? My whole thing, gratitude is the attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have, like, a sense of entitlement with any But your of name's on it. I don't want to own Louis Vuitton. My name ain't Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very, like, because I'm a, you know, I started my business when I was, like, 14. Like, mm-hmm. I understand business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a sense of entitlement like that. Like I'm not delusional like right. that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's that's a privilege, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, how can I, you know, because like Ye did that shoe was basically like his version of an Airwalk. Really? Right? Well, it kind of looks. It, yeah, you could see it. The original, like you Tony Hawk, like style. that big strap yeah. and everything. Like it's like an Airwalk, mm-hmm. right? So that's he's like, oh, it's kind of like an '80 skate shoe. So I'm gonna name it after Ivan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the the Don is a Jordan 4. Mm-hmm. With the collar on the back. And the, and the yeah. wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the Mr. Hudson's, like the boat it's shoe. It's a boat shoe. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, my British homie. Like, my British wow. classic homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a, that's, sometimes you don't think of it like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's one thing about the Nike Air Yeezy moment that you can remember that is like, just sticks out amongst how crazy it was. I think for all of us, we remember that as like something that you remember exactly where you were, where they got announced and released. But like, what do you remember from that first batch of Nike Air Yeezys? Just the whole like process. Cause even like that time we we're talking about we're the, in the kitchen, yeah. they were, we got this. So like, it was just all these like mm-hmm. different examples of ideas and everything. So like, then they came up with the like Y, the print monogram yeah. print thing, and um, the neoprene on the on the blink yeah. colorway and the glow in the dark. It was just were you guys just in the kitchen, just like kids in can the candy yeah, store for but, real? Yeah, but yeah, was also like very diligent yeah. in you know ch- making choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. Because when you got a lot of options, it's very hard to make to be decisive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 50 colorways each on the Reebok joint. It's like, yeah. we're not, I imagine you didn't make 50 colors each of the Air Yeezy ones. No, we didn't get that assignment. <laughs> <laughs> but there were a lot of colorways floating around. Yeah. Like, I remember GLC that back white, in the day had pink. a bunch of random yeah, white, you know, colorways yeah, that never like came the Tinker, out. Tinker's got his own colorway. Yeah, the, the white, white and blue and with the strap. Um. That all glow sample. We had we we had talked to Tiffany Beers. She talked about how there was like all these like random ones that just like pop up. You yeah, know? the Death Star one with the with the circle on oh, the middle. Oh, you midsole. know, yeah, he wants to see. Yeah, like you know, I'll make it. Right. Yeah. We don't need to release like, it. I don't want to see a a mock up of it. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you, or it. even with like the Air Yeezy two, there was like that uh the that Kobe, purple one. The, yeah, yeah, that like PJ What's Tucker. There's all those yeah. random. I mean, yeah, I guess you could just ask PJ Tucker. He's probably got like everything. yeah, got all. Of them. <laughs> well, I think he, he had the shoes, right? And yeah, he has like, that, that yeah. cheetah Kobe yeah. purple colorway of these. I think too. he got the um, 
the 180s. Oh, the Nike Air 180? Mm. I think he got them, too. Yeah, wow. That's a tough one in his size, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ye made them. Ye, I ain't going to say made them, but mm. Ye got them to sample everything in a 12. Okay. Because okay. everything's usually sampled in a 9. Yeah. Mm. So that was, like, one of the things, like, oh, man, he got them to sample it in a different size. Yeah. It was just, a, you know, dude he made a lot of breakthroughs you guys were such a confident crew but how like seeing him design gave you kind of like just a leg up in designing your own stuff especially with footwear he took kind of a um a producer's mm -hmm. approach mm -hmm. like the way he works in the studio is the approach that he took as a designer because he didn't he didn't necessarily know how to use the design software right so like that's why Virgil, he used to say Virgil is my hands. Like if, like I think it, and then Virgil can keep up with mm -hmm. the way I think and and do it in Photoshop, right? And so we got to see like he the mood board bouncing and it, but he could sketch and stuff like that. That was one of the things when we did the graduation album, mm -hmm. and having Takashi do. Yeah, yep. packaging and everything. So we would go to Kaikai Kiki every morning because we lived in Tokyo for like a month mm. during that. And Takashi said one day, because like Takashi would, it would just be like 50 different album covers. Like, and he would have them like, they would be like this big and it would be all over the studio. Mm -hmm. So we'd like walk in the room and you're just like looking at all of this different stuff, right? And Ye would kind of just walk around and draw different elements from the ones that he liked mm. and he would put it in one sketch and Takashi was like oh I like he, he was like I speak Japanese he speaks English we have a language barrier but we both speak art mm. right mm -hmm. so Ye would take that production approach in music into the design studio which translated very well right because you've got the soul guy that's doing all of the technical stuff you you know it's, mm -hmm. it's different people and so he's like used to working with the string player and the keyboard player right you know what i'm saying so it's like the same thing or a similar thing and so we looked at that when virgil came on and this other dude named tony that used to work for pastel okay that was the first time i had ever seen like someone design a shoe in photoshop and then it looked real mm. like it I'm like, oh, that's not a real shoe? It's like, mm -hmm. no, he made this in Photoshop. Yeah, because sometimes you see the CADs and stuff, and yeah. you're like, this, this doesn't look that cool. It's just a flat. And then I saw him yeah. do it. It was like he he got the, like, oh, okay, I want to make something like an Air Force One, like the silhouette of an Air Force One. Mm -hmm. So he, like, Google Air Force One. This is Tony or Virgil? Tony. Yeah. He'd get the picture, and he'd be like, okay, I want it, like, black ostrich on the toe. And then he like, Google ostrich. The ostrich material he get that picture put it on a layer over the panel and then like you know, fill like, out the panel like, with uh, the layer. lasso it yeah. and you know do everything magnetic lasso yeah, yeah. And do all of that and then like put the shadow on it. and i'm like what is going on here? i was i just remember looking at the screen like i gotta learn how to do that yeah because my whole thing is like oh the trick is to get the image in your head on the screen so you don't have to explain anything because that's what I'm used to seeing Ye do is explain, and it, and it's almost there. Right. And like I'd rather show you than tell you. Exactly. Right? And then I was like, oh, Tony knows how to, like, manifest. Boom. Yeah. You know. And then Virgil just, you know, he just could learn. He 
knew how to do everything on a computer, like pop wheelies on your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you first saw like the ten from Virgil, like what was your reaction to that? Because it was like it came at an interesting time too, because it was like Kanye had left Nike and he's like at Adidas doing his thing, and then Virgil's like his right hand man, but now he's at Nike, kind of like satisfying that role that like or the void that Kanye left at the, and the to some to some extent you know what i mean or just as far as like these is like the most hype or like exciting things that the brands are creating at the time like do you remember like when that all first happened um yeah that's when i was like oh nike says that fashion is not a bad word anymore because fashion used to be a bad word right on the mm -hmm. nike campus right that was why they wouldn't give Kanye a royalty like you aren't an athlete so mm -hmm. no right and so we was just all we was aggy about that like we ain't respect that especially with Ye performing in the same arenas that they play as the athletes you know what I'm saying yep. like Selling by them. itself F yep filling them two and a half hours same length as the game mm -hmm. yeah so he's a performance athlete so for them to play him like that was bogus um so when they did it with Virgil, I mean, Virgil killed that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like in that Jordan one, it was like uh, vintage skateboarding and like Bauhaus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was just, that shit was just ill. And then the blazer though was like, that's my favorite. You big blazer guy? No, Virgil's blazer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the blazer and the Jordan one, but the blazer because I'm a skater, so mm -hmm. I'm always partial to a vulcanized mm -hmm. shoe. And then the way he did the the vault check that went over the sole and everything, where I'm like, oh, he's like making the check part of the like durability as a skate shoe. And I think yeah. he had given a pair to Costin too yep. when they came out, which was like so cool to but see. But the funniest thing about that whole thing was Costin teaching him how to do a tray flip at the, um, <laughs> at the thing. And I hit Costin, I was like, man, bro, thank you, man. I've been trying to teach this dude this yeah. for like five years. <laughs> you guys are doing that at Backstage Wash the Throne, right? <laughs> yeah. He had the clean tray like, Virgil, put your back foot on, fam. Like, you almost got it. <laughs> the vulcanized thing was important for you on your Converse project, too. Can you Absolutely. talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. All right, so we were at the 2020 All-Star Game. Me mm -hmm. and Don did like a little panel for them. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, next one for you was the one star. I was like, you know I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm going to go vulcanize crazy, yeah. right? Because I had already did Stratica and figured out how to, like, do my own version of a vulcanized shoe where I just completely changed the shape of the bumpers, right? Because I was, like, I was watching, like, YouTube videos in, in shoe factories of how they do vulcanized shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they, like, got a pair of scissors and they're cutting. Yeah. yeah. They're cutting a shape with some scissors. <laughs> I guess I'm a barber. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll like show you how to cut some shapes with some scissors. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that so I was like, okay, I'm gonna apply that to what I to what I do, and it's also like a Vision Streetwear thing too. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. how it's like the extra rubber patches mm -hmm. for extra durability and stuff like that. So I like so it's the process of making a vulcanized shoe then the history of converse so converse marquise converse started that brand in 1908 mm. it is the sports the sports shoe brand with the most history right 
and uh, Converse was a rubber company. Like they used to make yep. like raincoats. They was like Macintosh, mm-hmm. right? They used to make raincoats and boots and stuff like that. They were part of the people, the part of the companies that invented vulcanized rubber, right? Mm-hmm. So like without Converse, we wouldn't even have like tires wouldn't even be what they were for what Converse was doing. So I just wanted I wanted to get in that, and then I like did the research on like when the One Star came out in the '60s, mm-hmm. and when I was doing Stratica, it was like based on European rally cars from the '80s. Since Converse is an American company, I was like, what is a sup- American supercar in the '60s? A Corvette. Mm. So I just based the my One Star design on a Corvette. So this shoe is based on the um c2 corvette it's like 1963 c2 corvette uh grand sport chassis number five it's worth eight million dollars wow. there's only five of these cars in the world zora duntoff who is the, who is the man behind the corvette that's why you got like z everything mm-hmm. for zora so he was in chevy and he was like making the race versions of okay. everything right so he took the convert the converse he took the uh corvette and then he made like these five race cars and had like these little racing teams but then it was like accidents happening so chevy was like no more racing <laughs> so that's why these five race cars or the, these corvettes gotcha. are like worth so much money so i like looked at the the hood of the, of the car and had had the vents and so that's like the tito thing like mm-hmm. all of this right here on mm-hmm. the vents but it's also like a DC Lynx. Yeah. Right? So I'm taking old school skate shoes and the Plaza era, like what you were mm-hmm. talking about, the Stevie Williams, mm-hmm. like when skateboarding left South California, Southern California and went to the East Coast and got infused with hip hop. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, the Plaza era. So it's like I took that DC hip hop street era of skateboarding and then put it on the old school Volkso. You mentioned the race cars. Are you an F1 guy at all? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Have you seen the Netflix series? Yeah. I watch it occasionally. I'm big on the F1 thing, so I'm trying to, like, increase the public perception but of it's me like as a huge F1 fan. F1, like, like, I'll watch, like, I'll watch, like, old Gordon Murray documentaries, like, Parmalat. Like, when everything was different, and they were, see, like... See, you went ex- too deep for me already. And I'm then, like, experimenting, yeah. and, like, <laughs> each each race team's car is different. Yeah. Because now it's just, everything's just too, like, homogenized. Are we going to any like, upcoming races? I'm trying to get some tickets. I wanted to go in Miami. Yeah. And I was like, man, I did. I wish I would have known because we released it, like, the same Yeah, time. Right, it's like a racing thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll be at uh, Silverstone. That's the, that's the Dope. plan. So if Dope. anybody wants to send me some tickets. Well, Sorry, we, that was an important TSA okay. for me. All right, you got the, got, got the F1. Uh, <laughs> okay. Part of well, one, one of my homegirls was in Miami, and she was, like, going to everybody's garage. Like, look. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Looked like a good time. We put you on the grid with the mic. <laughs> Come on, something, man. Ivan, I want to get your take on the Jordan 4 SB. Okay. How do you feel about that? Have you ever skated in Jordan 4s? You're going to wear test them if they want? Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts on that? Like, we saw Costin and like the black cats. There was like, what are it's they? A, no, that's supposed to be a sample. That's the sample. That's issues. not a black cat. Yeah, it's a sample. That's an SB sample because that's suede. And okay. Then word through the grapevine mm-hmm. is that they re-engineered the toe box. Okay. To make it more skate ready, but that shoe is already like, that's my, that's like my favorite 
um, Jordan besides a, a one. Is the four. The four. To skate in. Okay. Because the Jordan four is basically like a DC. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kind of made with the, the air bubble. And I've skated in two pairs. I got that one clip when we're in Oslo mm-hmm. when we're skating. I'm skating in the white cement fours. And then I did this uh, Ill Roots thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Complex. Okay. I did it. It was like a little one-minute thing, and I'm skating in a Fear 4. So 4 is good the skate. The Fear 4 is probably like my favorite skate 4. I'm actually no, glad you We were you're just talking this, about the Fear just 4. Just last week, you were saying how bad the Fear 4 I, was. I didn't say The Fear 4 is good. It's the different shades, black, gray, and white. And, and it's the Fear 4 is like my design philosophy right so i like the heavier color in the heel and the lighter color in the toe like a great i don't like like when it's like white heel and black toe it's like off balance yeah like i think all the weight should be in the heel of a shoe didn't you say you didn't like the fear force i was talking about that era i said it was premium pete like jordan retro that's That's why i skated in them though because i'm like oh i'll get this one skating in yeah, because <laughs> I like getting I like getting like fly shoes and like I, fucking them up. It's just yeah. it's just interesting because you know there's always like for like you know some people if like you're not like super into skating it's like you don't remember these like moments of like you know like Vinnie Ponte skating in like Air Jordan Elevens yeah. or you know Marcus even, McBride and yeah. Sevens yeah mm. just these random Sevens are really is a really good skate shoe really really yeah. yeah what's what so give us some knowledge people may not know that these. Jordans are good skate shoes or even okay. other models. So skate shoes is all about board feel, mm-hmm. right? You, it's a balance of board feel mm-hmm. and cushioning and protection, right? So that's why the SB Dunk has a thick tongue because you flipping the board, the board might come primo, land on the top of your foot. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need you need the protection, mm-hmm. right? But you're also like jumping downstairs. So you need like the padding, mm-hmm. yep. you know, cushioning, you know, for your the bottoms of your feet because you jumping off stuff all the time. But you also need it to be thin enough so that when you you can flick with the right amount of pressure and then you can catch because you have to, you flick and you catch in the air. So it's everything is like very delicate, you know what I'm saying, but and precise. And you got to remember like a trick, a skateboard trick only is like a second and a half, two mm-hmm. seconds. Like mm-hmm. I learned that from editing mm-hmm. stuff. Like I'm like... It's a small window. Yeah, but when you're doing it, it seems like 10 seconds. Like, when you're doing a kickflip down some stairs, it's like it seems like forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's really, like, super fast, like, in, in actuality. So you got to do all of this stuff in, like, milliseconds. So it's, like, this perfect balance. That's why I like a Volk shoe, but I need to have, like, a lot of padding, like, a lot of cushioning in it. I guess the Jordan 7, then you have, like, a lot of height on it, kind of, right? But it's like, it's thin, the sole's yeah. thin, you know, like, the toe doesn't have a lot of layers on it. Like a, like a Jordan 3 is not good for skating. Why? Because you got elephant skin, then a layer of leather, then another layer of leather. You don't have that, that board feel in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. And that sole is stiff, but the 4 is, like, a little thinner and more flexible, and then it's got that extra rubber on the side. What, what did you think when you saw Rocky do the Under Armour... Oh, I oh, thought Cyrus it was dope. Shoe. Yeah. I thought it was dope. I love Rocky. But it's bogus that Dave Mayhew acted like he designed it and he didn't. Yeah, I know there was that whole like, you know, like dispute yeah. online where there was like an actual designer and it really wasn't even like his shoe to begin with and it kind of like got hodgepodge yeah. at the last minute. But I minute. like how they did it. I like the update. 
of like the Under Armour update of how they did that. And it's like everybody like it's funny to me how like the skate world now is like this is our thing and it's like fam when we was doing this we wanted everybody to think it was cool like you worked hard for it to get yeah, to this level we wanted this yeah and man why are they doing that why why is Louis Vuitton making skate shoes because the guy that making all the stuff for Louis Vuitton skated mm-hmm. yeah I mean, when he did the delusion, like when Virgil did the yeah. delusion shoe, that was just like, it felt like crazy. It's like, yo, he's skate. He knows how to do a kickflip. Like, what are you talking about? And everybody knows what skateboarding is. Everybody knows who Tony Hawk is. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's not your secret club anymore. This, this is not something over in the corner anymore, right? Mm. So all that, like, being a little shithead thing <laughs> that, that they're on, <laughs> like, you're actually, you're actually not, because... If you're a skater, you're supposed to be being progressive, uh-huh. right? And that's not progressive. I guess like peak era for you a bit is like, you know, when Pharrell does like the ice yes. cream skate yes, team. absolutely. And even at the time that was like controversial, you know, like Plain Gravy did that t-shirt, Pharrell can't skate. Um, and that was like people like taking All right, shots. so this was, this was the dynamics with that. So I always tell people, I was like, I have a coin in my pocket. Mm. Pharrell's on one side of the coin and Stevie's on the other side, mm. right? Yeah. So that's really what that whole thing was because they both had their deals at Reebok. Yeah. Right? And it was like, and so that's what Stevie did an interview and he was like, man, I was like jealous. He was like, but now I'm like, man, I was bogus. You know, like we was really doing the same thing because it was, it was basically like, making skating cool for black people. Like yeah. Pharrell made skateboarding cool to drug dealers, mm-hmm. right? And then Stevie showed the streets that you could get money being a pro skater, like a like a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And both of them, I mean, Pharrell wasn't trying to like take anything away from Stevie, but Stevie felt like, you know, like I'm the real thing. Yeah, he was like the real like it was like different yes. levels of it where Stevie's and like Stevie the real Stevie was pro like skater. the best skater. Yeah. Too. You know what I'm saying? And then he was dealing with all of the, you know, he was getting a little blackballed or whatever and then he got on chocolate and then it was and then it was just over with. Mm-hmm. Stevie had to go through a lot. So like I understand like Stevie's chip, you know what I'm saying? But uh but it's you know, it's like it's like one of them things where like the the dynamics of the situation kind of pitch you against somebody that you're not really against. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like you didn't want to be in that position. Like nobody wants to be in that position. It's just like the it, optics. Of yeah, it. but it's like they're both kind of pushing for the same thing, mm-hmm. and and then the public is like, I like the way he's doing it. Yeah. I like, you know, and then you know, then most of the public is you know, most of the public knows about Pharrell. So it, it, well, it was funny too at the time because you know it's like there's like. Terry Kennedy on, you know, ice cream. And then, like, Stevie had a beef with Terry, like, before that. And it was just, like, it just seems like it was just, like, a whole shitstorm yeah, yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah. you know? It's, you know, but, hey, man, it is what it is, man. Do you have any stories from Evergreen Plaza Mall on, like, Jordan release day that you can remember? Oh, yeah. What are, do you, like, you and the crew just shopping early 2000s? What, what do you remember? Yeah, you know, you skipping school, you know, like... It's crazy on the weekends, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's like, like the Foot Locker dudes is like up in there hustling, like yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying, like so it's souls. just like a different era. Like I, I remember I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I remember going to my freshman orientation, 
1988 and I'm like in high school and dudes is walking around with the white fours with the wings out and I'm mm. like yeah okay and then playoffs like the first ring I'm, I'm like outside the school playoffs come I'm looking at the bus all the kids getting off the CTA bus all black sixes it's just mm. like wow all black sixes almost like, like a uniform just mm. everybody black sixes black six black six you know what I'm saying? to this day like black six is my favorite like black sneaker you and Steven Victor yes yeah, it's, it's, it's the best <laughs> black sneaker but those days huh yeah and it's like it's like excellence because you know it's like again Jordan's like elephant skin, yeah. iguana, yeah. like it's, you know, it's like pimping, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like the same Spoilers thing. on the back. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the 14 is a Ferrari. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Patent like, leather. Yeah, the patent leather stuff. 11, like tuxedo basketball shoe, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like everything's next level. And Tinker just, you know what I'm saying? He just took it that way. And so that was like Virgil's thing too, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I started as an architect too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the air bubble came from the Pompey dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Exposed. Do you, do you ever talk to Steven Smith about sneakers? Do you have, like, a friendship yeah. with him? What's yeah. that like? Yeah, he be complimenting me. on. Oh, I love the rap. I love how you rap. You know, Steven's, like, the best dude ever, like. Because he'll get in the comments and say, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, but that's he's active. But, like, yeah. in the Yeezy office and all that, it's like, oh, come check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. So, like, he yeah. was there, too. You guys go hiking together? Salehi did a 350, an injection molded 350. Really? Okay. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Cat's out the bag. Another real quick thing I want to talk about. When did you decide to get the Bape Barber Cape, though? Oh, I didn't decide that. What happened with we, that? We did, we did that show. It was a festival in okay. Japan. Mm -hmm. Nerd was performing. We were performing. I think it was going in the dark because Lupe was there. Mm. We were there. Pharrell was there. Nerd was there. Um, we got there. Lupe, Lupe walks me to his dressing room. and He's like, I said your government name on a song. <laughs> the reason I get fly is yeah. I have a Jasper. And I was like, play it for me. He's like, mm, no, you're going to have to wait till it comes out. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like about to cut yay and then nigo walks in the room he's like here and i was like nigo, it, but it's the, it's like in a in a bag it's like a small right it's yeah, like a little up. you don't know what, you it know what it is right and then he's like and and he gives me two of them there's a the tan bape camo one and then like a regular like woodland mm -hmm. bape camo one right so he gives me both of them he takes one he unzips it and, he, and i'm like damn he's like yeah it's got sleeves I was like, Nigo makes himself. a barber cape with sleeves mm. that zips into a pouch, like a like a hiking jacket or yeah. something. And it's just like, oh, of course, you know, of course he does. Nigo. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, a lot of that stuff, that's what I'm saying. Gratitude is attitude. Yeah. Like, people be thinking of me. Love that. I'm just grateful to be written, my name to be written next to these people in the book of life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite, uh, I guess maybe like a selfish thing, one of my favorite eras is when Kanye did this song with the Teriyaki Boys. Yeah. Um, like, do you like remember like being? Were you in Japan like oh, yeah. when all that happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. So remember he's like wearing like the troop jacket like in the video, yeah. and they all had like the bape on. 
So like Harajuku, you know, is like the illest. Oh, another thing. So after I cut Ye's hair with the cape, Ye's like, I'm wearing this on stage. <laughs> I, re- I think I remember and he, that. And he just, he turned it around and put it on his back. And so it was just kind of like a cape with sleeves. <laughs> I think that's on Getty. Yeah. I think that's on Getty yeah. Images. From, He's yeah. like on stage with yeah. the barber cape on and performing. Yeah. Batman, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so graduation album half about half of it was recorded in Bape Sound Studios. Mm. We got Takashi doing artwork and merch. Mm-hmm. Then you know Nigo's like, yeah, whatever you need. You got the studio, but then like Harajuku, the craziest vintage shopping in the world, mm-hmm. right? Um, so like that's where all of the troop jackets and all of that. And then that was when Nigo and Pharrell agreed with Kanye to produce Pastel. Hmm. So that was like that one Pastel hoodie yep. with the full zip yep. with the rays and stuff. Like that was bait production. So yeah, we was just, you know, eating at Bape Cafe every yeah. day and staying at the Park Hyatt and Rapungi. Wow. And, you <laughs> know wow. what I'm saying? Like you like just, curry up? Oh, of course. We ate, I ate with him <laughs> at curry up. Yeah. What? Yeah, this was like the last time I saw I him. Yeah, I ate with him at curry up. up. I got yeah. the human-made pants on right now, but I need to go to curry up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's a, Stephen Victor told us there's one opening in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was trying to get, I'm like, Cuddy, you need to get one in L.A. Yeah. Like, tell oh. me how to open one in L.A. Yeah, me, you, and Dennis in Tokyo. Yeah. That's the last time I saw you. Yeah. I remember seeing Takashi. He was like, oh, what you doing out here? Uh Listen, this has been so good. The, the good thing about this podcast is like we broach, we get a lot of history, but then we always leave a lot of room on the cutting room floor. Next time you have another collab, you come back. Okay. We yeah. talk part two, definitely. Yes. You've Damn, seen so much. Have we been so for that long? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, one, <laughs> one quick. Like yeah. Converse, I've been Jasper, one star out now if you could find them. Thank you so much. Anything else you could talk about before we go or coming up? Stay tuned. Oh, i am got my hair products coming out. Lake Manor Select. Okay. You know, since I am a professional hairstylist, you know. But I'm making some really good shampoo that smells really good, works really good for you guys. Awesome. You know, it's oud fragrance, so you might not even need cologne. I got a lot of hair to shampoo, you know, so I need it. Yeah. And girls going to be like, man, you smell good. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing new for me. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you yeah, coming thank by. Thank you, guys. Finally got to meet. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. We've been waiting. It's a moment. No joke. Yes, my guy. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Peace. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.